0: list before we get to mark Dofer, we're going to preview the u.s open coming up in wisconsin with our good friend from wyff in our next segment if you want to talk with us now well now's the time to do so six five four roar uh the article that we went through somewhat back in our first hour college football fan bases most cool with their coach it's a list of six they gave us six that didn't quite make the cut if you're just tuning in those six Florida State's Jimbo Fisher, Washington's Chris Peterson, Michigan's Jim Harbaugh, Dukes David Cutcliffe, Ohio's Frank Solich, and Old Dominion's Bobby Wilder. Comprising the top six, Oklahoma State's Mike Gundy with the mullet, Ben correctly guessed two, including Northwestern's Pat Fitzgerald, who in this article by the Associated Press says has become synonymous with success at a program that has had very little when he has not been involved. The Wildcats have had 13 bowl teams. Fitzgerald has been either a player, assistant, or head coach on 11 of those 13. That's impressive. Here's how you can tell Northwestern fans are content with uh, Fitzy. When the Wildcats are scuffling, the complaints are mostly directed at the assistants. So Ben got that one as well as David Shaw at Stanford. Any other one comprising the final three. We know Dabo's a part of that. And we're going right. to tell you about him in a second. Anybody else that jumps into your brain that deserves to be here?
1: I, yes, I have another name. I don't. He would not be on my list. I don't think that he's been there long enough, but I think his fan base loves him, and he has that charisma that I think we're looking for on this list. James Franklin at Penn State. He is not a part of this. Hmm. He would certainly not have
0: been on this list a year ago. Now, it's a different story. Is Penn State a one-year wonder? I think that's the question that begs to be asked there. James Franklin did a remarkable job in at least turning around Vanderbilt to respectability. Derek Mason hasn't done a bad job down there since. They beat Georgia last year, speaking of the dogs. No, James Franklin is not a part, part of this list. Next is TCU's Gary Patterson. This is what the AP says, save TCU football after it had been cast adrift when the Southwest Conference disintegrated in the early 1990s. The Horn Frogs' conference-hopping success under Patterson in the early 2000s led to an invitation from the Big 12, no doubt. In 16 seasons at TCU, Patterson has won 149 games. The victories have been tougher to come by in the Power Five, but the Frogs have more than held their own. Nothing says contentment like putting up a statue of the coach while he is still working, which TCU did in 2016, your boy Gary Patterson, who we like and respect here in this space, correct?
1: Yeah, we do. I. Don't, we're, we're, this list takes the personality element into, you know, into consideration. He strikes me as a, as a dull guy. Gary
0: Patterson does. Yeah, I mean he's kind of chatty. He, he kind gets
1: he? after. I think so. Okay. Well yeah
0: maybe you remember the story but, we told you about Andy Dalton yes A- in Clemson we're gonna take the ball we're gonna drive it right down their throats and we're flying out of here with the wind today
1: but he knew who the defensive coordinator was here at the time Kevin Steele
0: <laughs> Andy Dalton still rushing for 125
1: yards against that Clemson defense uh and Gary Patterson though does remind me of another one that May or may not be on the list. Are we already at six? Is that all of them? No, no. We've got uh, we've got two more after this one. Where do we put Cliff Kingsbury?
0: Nowhere because he hasn't won enough. Okay, he's charismatic. He's young and edgy, but he's not winning, right? I mean, that's not yet. Well, I mean, it's the teams haven't been god awful, but they haven't been what Mike Leach did. They haven't come close to that. They were number one in the country back in 08. or number two, I think. They upset number one.
1: Just being a young guy, having the you know a little personality to him, and being a alum of the school, all of those things tend to, you know, I would think would you know would matter on a list like this. Plus, I, I mean, nationally he hasn't won enough, but from a from Texas Tech stand standards and from their standpoint. What are their expectations there? I think eight, nine wins yeah. and competing. I mean, has, has he really done that?
0: I don't know that he's even done that. He certainly hasn't done it consistently, has he? We'll double-check their record.
1: He's had a couple of years there. But you know.
0: Mike, they, they, they generally surprise somebody. Like, they'll beat Oklahoma State 66-59. And everybody feels pretty good about the direction of what they're doing. Let me give you one more name on this before we get to Dabo. This one will surprise you. The Naval Academy and your boy, Ken Niamatololo. That's what the AP says. You'd have to go back to the days of Roger Staubach to find a more sustained run of success than Navy has had during the last 14 years under Paul Johnson and Ken Niamatololo. He's been at the helm the last nine seasons. He's won 77 games, and Navy has smoothly transitioned into a conference during that time. Most importantly, they've lost to Army only once. Nia Matalolo's name rarely gets a serious run on the rumor mill, which is nice too. And for a guy that did not attend the academy seems to embody its ideals. While that last statement is true, I was under the impression he was offered the job at BYU and turned it down just a season ago. I think after Bronco Mendenhall left. So, I mean, there have teams, there have been programs that have come after Nia Matalolo. He just hasn't left. I think he's charismatic, but he certainly fits the standards of the Naval Academy. Better than just about any other coach out there.
1: What you got on Cliff? Uh, Kingsbury. Eight and five. Four and eight. Seven and six. Five and seven. No. He hasn't won anything. I, I thought he had won more than that. Yeah. He, he hasn't won really anything. And. Boy. <laughs> just as a side note. Wonder How. How many times Texas Tech has rethought that Mike Leach situation?
0: Well, that and then also the Chad Morris deal. Because yeah. Morris, I, I remember talking to Chad Morris seven years ago almost. And I was talking to him about dream jobs. And one of the first schools he mentioned was Texas Tech. Because he had all those recruiting ties out in West Texas. He thought he could go out there, run his offense, win a bunch of games. And he could build something there. And it came down to Cliff and Chad. And Texas Tech went with one of its own. Most people don't remember. Chad Morris graduated from Texas A&M. Cliff Kingsbury obviously graduated from Texas Tech and destroyed Clemson in that Tangerine Bowl back in 2002. But the premise was if you go with one of your own, you'll be able to give him more time to win because he's one of your own. Chad Morris goes in there and does what Kingsbury's done so far. He may not have a job, but I think he would have been better inheriting that roster and building at a power five mm-hmm. school as opposed to smu where he's had to start from scratch essentially after the mess that he inherited from june jones
1: so they haven't been very good no mike leach's first two years there won seven games uh each season since then though he went eight straight years winning eight or more including an 11 and 2 in 2008 oops. texas tech yeah. yeah oops yeah oops big time oops uh, number one on the list is clemson's Dabo sweeney
0: death valley is all unicorns rainbows and pizza parties now that Dabo has brought a national title back to tiger town it's not just the shine of the championship trophy that has tiger fans swooning over sweeney remember a national championship never was enough for lsu fans to fully embrace less miles down in baton rouge clemson fans take comfort in knowing that this is all sweeney he built it over nine years
2: The National Weather Service in Greenville-Spartanburg has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for southeastern Transylvania County in western North Carolina, northwestern Greenville County in upstate South Carolina, northwestern Pickens County in upstate South Carolina, until 3 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. At 2.16 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, a severe thunderstorm was located ten miles south of Bavard or four miles southeast of Rosman, and is nearly stationary. Hazard, 60 miles per hour in gusts and quarter size hail. Source, radar indicated. Impact, minor hail damage to vehicles is expected. Expect wind damage to trees and power lines. Locations impacted include Rosman, Table Rock State Park, Conestee, Sassafass Mountain, Rocky Bottom, Caesars Head State Park, Lake Jocassee, Gorges State Park and Jocassee Gorges. Scattered trees and power lines will be blown down in the warned area. Seek shelter inside an interior room. This storm is also producing extremely heavy rainfall. Flooding of drainage ditches in low-lying areas may occur. Small streams will rise rapidly. Do not drive through areas where water is flowing over the road. Please report damaging winds, hail, or flooding to the National Weather Service Greenville-Spartanburg by calling toll-free 1-800. 267-8101, 267-8101, or by posting on our Facebook page, or tweet up using hashtag NWSGSP. Your message should describe the event and the specific location where it occurred. Repeating, a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued until 3 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time for the following county, Transylvania, North Carolina, and the following counties, in South Carolina, Greenville and Pickens.
0: It'll be safe out there, obviously. Dabo Swinney comes in at number one on the list. College football fan base is most cool with their coach. Dabo, number one. David Shaw at Stanford, number two. Ken Niamatololo at Navy, number three. Gary Patterson, Texas Christian, number four. Followed by Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern. Mike Gundy at Oklahoma State. And just for kicks and giggles, Florida State's Jimbo Fisher. Washington's Chris Peterson. Michigan's Jim Harbaugh. Duke's David Cutcliffe rounding out the additional four to make it ten, courtesy of our good friends at the Associated Press. Kind of a fun article here in mid-June to go over.
1: Yeah, that's those names are kind of all over the place, but yeah. Uh, you you mentioned David Cutcliffe in the same sentence as Jim Harbaugh. That's a little strange. Kind of different personalities there, but uh yeah, that's a that's a great June list. You should always come back from those weather alerts with something like and, folks, and that's why Dabo Swinney's leaving Clemson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just to freak everybody yeah, out. Yeah, And we'll go out to break. <laughs> uh, yes, not a bad idea. Also not a bad idea to touch base with our good friend Mark Dofer from WYFF. We're going to get his thoughts on the upcoming U.S. Open. He is a golf freak. I need a list, Mark, a very short list of your top contenders. And I think he's got them ready. So we're going to talk about that with Mark Dofer from WYFF. We'll preview the upcoming next major championship U.S. Open up in Wisconsin. Your phone calls coming to play. or more college football as well. Stay tuned.
3: The next great basketball player could be in your household. The Brad Brownell Boys Basketball Camp is back with a chance for your boy to learn how to be a great player. The day camp is for rising 2nd through 4th graders. The overnight and commuting camp is for rising 4th through 12th graders. It's an experience they won't forget. The Brad Brownell Boys Basketball Camp at the beautiful Little John Coliseum is June 18th through 21st. So get registered today online at abcsportscamps.com slash clemsonmbb
0: rely on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special, get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard.
3: Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discount supply From your friends at EnviroMulch. Go Tigers! Complete Nutrition just released the most effective weight loss product we've ever created. Plus, it comes with a free 21-day step-by-step program to follow. And we guarantee you success. If you lose more than 21 pounds in the first 21 days, see Complete Nutrition to adjust your plan. Healthy weight loss should not exceed a couple of pounds per week. Find Complete Nutrition in Greenville on Woodruff Road, in Spartanburg on East Blackstock Road, and in Anderson across from the Harbor Inn on North Main.
1: I'm George Jeffries, local GM of Metal Building Supply. As part of Mesco Building Solutions and NCI, we're the Southeast premier supplier of metal building components and pre-engineered building systems. We have an 18,000-square-foot facility, and we bring in inventory and special orders every Friday. Call 295-0506 or come by 1500 Elrod Road in Piedmont. Whether it's a 30 by 40 for your shop or 100,000 square feet for your business, we have over 40 years of experience
3: to put to work for you. Amanda Nix, a returning veteran who needed help.
1: You get places a lot quicker when you ask for a little bit of help. And these these guys that we're helping are also veterans, so they understand they get it. They're not going to look down on you for asking for a little bit
3: of help. Upstate Warrior Solution provides a bridge to civilian life for warriors and their families. Help us to help them. Donate or volunteer at upstatewarriorsolution.org. Hey guys, it's William from Scores Jewelers. Why would you even consider buying an engagement ring online? Well, I know why. You're looking for a great price and it's convenient to shop in your underwear at
1: 11 o'clock at night. I can't do anything for you if you don't have your clothes on, but I can get you a great price. Scores Jewelers has the styles your girl wants with something for every budget starting from $300 and up. Right now we have one carat total weight diamond rings for $19.95. So you can get all the service and peace of mind from buying from a local business at an internet price. She's the one and she deserves it, be your her hero. I'm William Nichols from Scores Jewelers, and I want to be your jeweler.
3: Hey guys, this is Liana from Local Q inviting you to come see me for our awesome lunch specials from 11 to 3, Monday through Friday. Come pick from five wings, a half a barbecue sandwich, or a taco with one or two of our great sides. Can't make it during the week? We also offer a unique brunch menu Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 4. Come try our Kahlua-soaked Monte Cristo just to make sure you wash it down with one of our barbecue Bloody Marys or share a mimosa picture with friends. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times with a valid ID. 30 Orchard Park Drive, Greenville is the place with the helpful hardware folks Ace is having our biggest craftsman sale of the year just in time for Father's Day now through Monday only find over $600 in savings on our best craftsman products throughout the store including hand tools power tools tool chests outdoor power equipment and more hurry in now for the biggest craftsman sale of the year only at your local Ace sale ends Monday offers valid at participating stores and include instant savings for Ace Rewards members see store for details It's the Direct Tools Father's Day weekend event. Treat Dad to the gift of power tools, outdoor power equipment, and so much more. Enjoy 30% off through the 18th and stop by Friday for a live remote with Walt Deptula's Road Rage from 3 until 7 on Friday the 16th. On Saturday, we'll be tailgating in the parking lot with refreshments and our Father's Day weekend party from 10 until 4. Get great savings for Dad at Direct Tools behind Chick-fil-A on Woodruff Road.
2: Bill Pot
1: on WCCP. I think I got it, but just in case, tell me the whole thing
3: again. I wasn't listening. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 1055,
0: The Roar. Our third hour continues. Back at 1055, The Roar. Good stuff there from the Associated Press. Kind of carrying us through a little bit of today's show. Good stuff from Daniel Shirley. Great stuff coming up from our good friend, Mark Dofer, WYFF. Sports anchor, extraordinary, joins us right now. My friend, hope you're doing well.
3: Uh, I am. I am. It's, uh, it's a little warm, but what the heck? What the Sometimes heck? Time.
0: Right, right. U.S. Open's coming up. First time it's going to be played in Wisconsin. Uh, round one tomorrow. Obviously, I know you're jacked up at Aaron Hills. I know nothing about this course. Tell me what you know.
3: Well, it's a different sort of place. Um, it it kind of has that Lynx look. It looks like it, you know, it might be a place that they would hold the, uh, uh, the British Open, but that's not really how it plays. So it, it kind of plays like American golf. you got to throw it up in the air you know, to get it to, to stop on these greens. There's, I don't think you're going to see a lot of guys running stuff up because the greens tend to be perched up a little bit. So it's sort of a blend. And what they refer to it, uh, and this is the term that the, the guys who designed it created, uh, they refer to it as heartland golf. So um, it, it's going to be a different sort of test, which should make for, uh, at the very least, an interesting tournament.
1: Mark, are you on the side that likes to see golfers really challenged by the course? or uh, Because all the, all the attention seems to be on how difficult this course is going to be.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's the sign of the U.S. Open is that the first few days they talk about how tough the course is. And I, I think I, I, you know, I like the fact that they get challenged at the same time come Sunday. Um, the thing that makes the Masters so great is that it's built for birdies on the back nine which makes, makes it exciting. And my, my one problem with the USGA over the years has been that they don't, sometimes their courses don't reward great shots. If they don't reward good shots, that's fine. But if a guy hits a great shot, he should be rewarded for that. And, and they have had some setups in the past where that hasn't really happened. And I, I don't like when it gets goofy, and I don't like when it just comes down to sheer dumb luck. Um, If a guy hits a great shot, he should be rewarded.
0: I would tend to agree with that. Talking with Mark Dofer about the upcoming U.S. Open. So you are fantastic at identifying golfers that are poised to make a run. I I think you gave me John Rahm back at the Masters. I forget when you did it, but I was like, who is this guy? And by the end of the tournament, I knew exactly who he was. He could bomb it off the tee. was just incredible. What are you thinking as it pertains to this year's uh, U.S. Open?
3: Well, heading in, to be honest, the guy I was thinking was the defending champion, Dustin Johnson. Now, history stands against him a little bit. It's been, uh, what, you know, pushing 30 years since we've had a guy go back-to-back at the at the U.S. Open. But uh, I, I think Dustin Johnson stands a chance to play very well this week um, because of how far he hits it. Um, I think John Rahm is another guy, again, you know, the length. I mean, you, you have to keep in mind, this is the longest U.S. Open course in history, some of these holes, you have to hit it 2 280, 285 off the tee just to get to the fairway. So if you, you know, for some of these guys, even pros, I mean, that's their Sunday best. A guy like William McGirt is not long off the tee. And I think he's going to have some problems because of that. But one of the guys, and especially after what he said yesterday, that I think stands a chance to play extremely well this week. If his back holds up is Rory McIlroy. Um, long off the tee they're expecting uh, a little bit of rain there so it should be a little bit softer than normal and we saw him destroy congressional under those conditions um, and I loved what he said yesterday when you know they were cutting back some of the some extra extra rough on the course and he kind of questioned why he said you know we've got 60 to 70 yards to hit it in if, if, if you're uncomfortable with that you need to pack your bags and go home and I like that mentality heading into a test like this one
0: where's Jordan Spieth in all of this and is he as bad if that's even the right vernacular as I think he's been I mean I I know his iron play has been exceptional but it, it doesn't seem like he's in the mix as often as I thought he would be after those run of majors a couple of years ago where is he
3: I think the standard has gone up for him and 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 that's not always entirely fair um but he has had a little bit of tr- uh, trouble with the driver um, over the last, say, eighteen months, and and his problem has really been, you know, if if you, your miss is the same way every time, at, at least you know kind of where it's going, even if it misses. But he's had a two way miss, and that's a real problem, especially when you get into a U.S. Open where generally, if you don't hit the fairway. Uh, you're going to have a tough time making par. You're likely going to make bogey or worse. So um, I'll be curious to see what he does this week because the one U.S. Open he won, the one at Chambers Bay, you could spray it a little bit off the tee, and it, and it didn't matter as much. You can't do that at this place because you're going to end up in waist-high fescue. that You're going to be doing, A, pretty well to identify your ball, and, B, you're going to be doing even better just to, just to hack it out of there.
0: We look at what Sergio Garcia did at the Masters, his first major championship. I, I don't know that his game matches this course or U.S. Open typical conditions. Uh, can he somehow parlay what he did at Augusta up to Wisconsin in your mind?
3: I think he can. He can. He can play well. I would certainly expect him to make the cut. As far as having, you know, considering him a, a favorite to win, I really wouldn't. Um, his track record in the U.S. Open isn't all that great. Um, I think it's been since 2005 since he had a really strong finish at a U.S. Open. Um, for whatever reason, this this week has just never been real kind to Sergio. Um, that said, you know, I think he's, you know, maybe you see a little bit more freewheeling this week because, you know, now now he's got that, that monkey off of his back. And he knows forever that, you know, he's he's got the one thing that, that everybody in golf wants. And, you know, as much as the U.S. Open is our national championship, the thing everybody wants is that green jacket. And he's got it hanging in the closet and, and maybe that frees him up a little bit this week. And maybe he, you know, can, can recapture some of the some of the magic that he had, you know, the few times he's at it in this tournament.
0: You told me a little bit about what you don't like when it comes to golf and what you like watching. What about what you do like, like, what do you want to see this weekend up in Wisconsin?
3: One of the things that I absolutely love is that this place ends on a par five because that lens in, even though and it's a monster. I mean, it's, six hundred and forty seven yards um and but i like that i like the fact that this is a par 72 they, they don't do that a lot because a lot of the courses they go to they'll take one of the par fives and turn it into a long par four for the u.s open so four par threes four par fives um i think you know i think lends itself to a little bit more excitement and especially when you talk about a closing hole that at least some of the longest players in the world can reach into uh I think that lends itself to a little bit of drama. If a guy needs a birdie on 18 come Sunday, it's a little easier to get when it's a par five.
0: All right, last question for you on golf, and then I got a couple of more for you outside of the ropes. We haven't talked a lot about Tiger lately with you. Where are you right now with him, and what he may or may not
3: be doing to
0: actually get back into the sport?
3: You know, I don't know where he's at. I mean, a couple of times I thought he was coming back. I think it's, be- it's better if he comes back. The, pe- the people who say that it's, that it's not, I mean, they need to look at the numbers. Um, the, the ratings are better when he's around. And I think if he can get back into that top form, we could look forward to a moment where y- you could have Tiger, Phil, Rory, Jordan, Spieth contending in the same major, which that's what golf, um, you know, when, when golf has really taken a big, a big step forward, that's what's happened. And I tell this to people all the time, I mean, you want to look at maybe the single most important tournament in the history of golf, it's the 1960 U.S. Open, because you had three generations that collided all at one time. You had Ben Hogan, Arnold Palmer, and Jack Nicklaus contending for our national championship, and, and golf could use that. I mean, they could use that shot in the arm, and that comes from these sort of seminal moments where it all comes together on the perfect weekend, and they're extremely rare. And as much as people wanted to tout the Tiger-Phil rivalry when they were both really in their prime, you know, did we ever see Tiger and Phil square off on Sunday in the last group? Yeah. I mean, to my knowledge, we really didn't. Yeah. And that's what I would love to see happen, and that's why I hope he gets healthy. But I tell this to people all the time. You know, even if you say, oh, well, he fell short of Jack Nicholas's record, so what? I mean, the guy won 14 major championships and 80 PGA Tour titles. If you cut his career in half, you are pretty much talking about the career of Arnold Palmer. So if, he, if he's done, he's done, and if he's done, we should be thankful that we got to see what we got what we got to see in the year two thousand.
0: Who wins this weekend up in Aaron Hills? Let me get a prediction for you. That last golf question. In
3: I'll tell you what I, you know, and I know you. I knew you were going to ask me this question because yeah. you always do, and I yeah. hate it. Um, <laughs> but but I think if his back can hold up this weekend, I think Rory mcelroy has yeah. got a really good shot this weekend, and I just. You know, it's just kind of setting up for him. I like the way he's talking, but again, I think you also look at it at a guy like Dustin Johnson and John Rahm. I just I like a long hitter this weekend. Um, Jason Day seems to always be in the mix. Another long hitter, another high ball hitter. Um, I, I just I, I like the bomber this weekend for a course that stretches out to 7,800 yards.
0: Good stuff. What's on your agenda right now over at WYFF? You guys, I imagine, get a little bit of a break uh, before the focus turns to the ACC football kickoff and the SEC uh, media days uh, over in Hoover. But what what are you guys up to?
3: Yeah, it's been interesting. You know, I kind of thought that this week was going to be really slow, and then you know, all of a sudden, you had Clemson. You know, you had Clemson at the White House, so that kind of filled up Monday, and then you had Tim Tebow, you know, in town for these couple of days, so that sort of filled up Tuesday. Um, So it's been kind of it's been kind of fun to have these these things that you know aren't just the run of the mill. Oh, this happens you know this week during the year. This happens this week. So it's been kind of interesting. Um, and and you know hopefully we'll have a, a little bit of, a little bit more of that and have some time to to get into some feature stories that we just haven't had time to do. So they're certainly out there. So but it's nice to kind of catch our breath a little bit and get everybody a little bit of time off and and really get geared up uh, as we get ready for media days and then start heading into uh, you know Panthers camp and then August with. You know Clemson and South Carolina opening camp, and um, I'm certainly I'm kind of getting itchy for football season. So, um, and really maybe maybe just more for the weather. And I think I'm I'm I think I'm done with the heat.
0: (laughs) On the Tebow front, one question: There, are you surprised at the amount of attention that he receives everywhere he goes playing minor league baseball?
3: You know I'm not, but it's but it's awesome. I mean, you know I was around when when, uh, when when Steph Curry came through the year after he took Davidson to the Elite Eight, and and he's coming through the SOCON, selling out every single gymnasium. I had never seen Wofford sold out. I'd never seen Furman sold out. And certainly teams like the drive draw really well. But it was a different level last night. And I think that's really good. It's yeah. good for minor league baseball. And, you know, got the chance to talk to him for a couple minutes yesterday. And I, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't. I mean, if, if you hate the Florida Gators, I, okay, I get it. I get it. But I, I don't see how people dislike this guy. I mean, I really don't. I mean, just you talk to him and I mean, well grounded. He, you know, he understands that, you know, this is a long shot, but he said something yesterday that I absolutely love. And I think are words to live by, he said, he doesn't want to go through life, just hashtagging things. He wants to do things and he wants to get to 50 years old and say, wow, look at all this amazing stuff that I've gotten to do and that he wasn't afraid of it. And so he's not worried about what other people think. You know, he worries, he worries about not having the experience. Well, certainly he's getting that experience, and, you know, I kind of tip my cap at him, but, you know, I know that there are some Tebow haters out there. Again, if you hate the University of Florida, all righty. You know, I understand a rivalry, or I understand just a school. You know, I get that. But for people who are just like, oh, I don't like that guy, it's like I don't know how you do that. I mean, it, he's a really nice guy. Yes or no, does he get an at-bat in Major League Baseball this year? Oh, you know, I heard you talking about this later, and it was really the first time I kind of thought about it, in the context that you put it in. Yeah. Um, I still don't think so, but I kind of see what you're hinting at. And you know what? If somebody told me when they heard he was coming to town, they're like, oh, well, this is just, you know, this is such a gimmick, and they're just doing this to sell tickets. And I'm like, that's minor league baseball. I mean, minor <laughs> league baseball is all about a gimmick. The, the Savannah Bananas the other night gave away a colonoscopy. I mean, this, this, is, I mean, this, this is true. I mean, this, this is part of it. I'm sorry, I missed and, that one. I need one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's. I mean, that's part of minor league baseball. You wonder if a major league team would, would go, you know what, we're not drawn for anything. It's August. We need some attention. You know, we're out of the race. Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't think so, but but I, But I. But when you said that earlier on your show when I was yeah. driving home, I certainly saw where you were coming from.
0: I think it could happen. If it doesn't this year, maybe next. The Mets are, are five games under five they They've won six out of 10, so they're a little bit better. Obviously, the pitching staff has been decimated with injuries, but in second place in the National League East, if they tank, I definitely think you see him at some point just so they can see what he does at the major league level. Yeah, what the heck.
3: You know, yeah. I mean, here's the, here's the deal. Everybody, anybody who looks at the National League East knows the deal. I mean, it's, it's the Washington Nationals right. and everybody else, and the everybody else probably doesn't even have much of a chance at the wild card. I mean, the Braves show little flashes here and there, but I don't think it's enough to get them really into contention. So, you know what, what the heck, give the guy an A.B. Good stuff, my
0: friend. Great talking to you, uh, as always. And, and hopefully a little bit of downtime after all these big stories and big trips for you guys and for everybody else in the media here. It's been a lot of fun. But uh, you need some vacation oh, time, too, you know?
3: Yeah, just, you know, a little, you know, I keep seeing all these people, all, all everybody's pictures from the beach and everything. And I, you know, didn't think much of it. And then kind of as I got more and more rundown, I was like, man, three days at the beach sounds really, really good. Yeah,
0: exactly. Good stuff, Mark. We'll catch up again really soon. Thank you absolutely you guys have a great day mark dofer wyff check him out on twitter mark dofer that's mark with a c dofer wyff a good follow entertaining mark's got a good sense of humor that's one of the reasons i like having him on he doesn't take himself too seriously which uh, i also think is uh, a nice quality to have as well especially if you're calling in on shows like this and you know all-around good guy mark dofer check him out on twitter once again 654-7627 Six five four seven six two seven is our phone number, 654-ROAR. Let's squeeze in one call here in this segment. Why not? I don't want to make Seminole Ted wait any longer. Ted, good afternoon. You're on the air. Hey, thanks
3: for taking my call. Uh, looking at the, bet, the uh, college World Series draw, Florida State right out of the bat draws uh, LSU. I mean, that's probably the hottest team in baseball right now. Definitely a little worried about that, but we'll just see how it goes. I think if Florida State gets first game, momentum, momentum will carry them the rest of the way. I know that they've had some really timely hitting the last few games and don't count them out in the ninth inning either. Uh, Who is your dark horse? Who do you think will win the College World Series? And I'll take the comments
1: up here. Ted, thank you very much. Let me just say this first. I think Florida State's one of the hotter teams in
0: baseball. You're dang right. And I don't even know that they're a dark horse. Florida State right now is my pick to win the national championship. You shut it. Florida Uh State is my pick to win the national championship in college baseball, Seminole Ted.
1: Take it. Put your tomahawk chop down, Roy Philpott. I don't even know who you are. Yes. I mean, I I tried to talk
0: about this at the end of the regular season, and we did talk about it. But they were one of the hottest teams in the nation then, winning the ACC. At one point in their game against Sam Houston State in the Supers, they led 19 to nothing. I, I don't know if that ended up being the final score. This team is on fire. And talent-wise, what you got with Holton on the mound, with Mendoza healthy, and I've talked about his importance in that batting order for the last couple of weeks. You're as good as anybody else. Florida State started the season preseason ranked number two. Why wouldn't this be Mike Martin's time to finally win the national championship? They're going to destroy LSU in that opening game of the oh College my. World Series. Yes, Florida State is going to win the national championship. Florida State, Florida State, Florida State. Florida State.
1: Seminole, Ted, I would imagine somewhere in Baton Rouge, there is a LSU fan calling AM 1500, the fan down there saying, (laughs) why did we have to draw Florida State? They're one of the hottest teams in baseball right Exactly. LSU did the same thing in the SEC tournament. I get it, but
0: I think it's Mike Martin's time. I think it's his time. He's been the head coach down there as long as I've been alive, essentially. He's going to win a national championship at some point. They got off to a slow start because of the injuries. Red hot at the end of the year. Ran rough shot through the ACC tournament up in Louisville, of all places. Dispatch of the Cardinals, who are also in the College World Series. I I, I think it's time. I think all the pieces add up, and it equates to a Mike Martin National Championship in Tallahassee. All right. I got that off my chest. Final segment of the show coming up next.
3: It's bow time at Bojangles. Get a large 32-ounce cup of legendary iced tea for just $1. King Pallet Company in Liberty is hiring first-shift laborers at $82.50 a day. Great pay at $82.50 per day. King Pallet Company, 843-2448. That's 843-2448. No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Locomart and Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money, yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Locomart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Locomart on Old Greenville Highway
1: and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. When you've been in business almost 100 years, you've been doing something right. Since 1917, the key to Harbin Lumber's success has rested on its hardworking employees, people just like you, providing top lumber, building supplies, and contract services. You can be confident in customer service and support you can trust for your project, whether construction or large remodeling jobs. Call 353-5053. Find us on Facebook or online at
3: HarbinLumber.com. CMH Services has again been recognized as an MVP dealer by the material handling industry's leading trade organization, MHEDA, for five consecutive years. In earning the award, CMH Services demonstrated excellence in the areas of industry advocacy, customer service and safety, business networking, continuing education, and business best practices. Get award-winning material handling solutions at CMH Services. Call 800-922-9569. That's 800-922-9569.
0: No matter the painting project, Palmetto Paints can help. Now that the pollen has fallen, get outside and get that deck stained and paint that trim on your house. Palmetto Paints has the quality paint and accessories to make any room or piece of furniture come alive. Check out their room full of paint promotion. Buy two gallons of wall paint, one gallon of trim paint, and get a free gallon of ceiling paint. Paint professionally at Palmetto Paints at the Thornblade Commons across from Zaxby's on South Batesville
3: Road. Complete Nutrition just released the most effective weight loss product we've ever created. Plus, it comes with a free 21-day step-by-step program to follow. And we guarantee you success. If you lose more than 21 pounds in the first 21 days, see Complete Nutrition to adjust your plan. Healthy weight loss should not exceed a couple of pounds per week. Find Complete Nutrition in Greenville on Woodruff Road, in Spartanburg on East Blackstock Road, and in Anderson across from the Harbor Inn on North Main. Complete Nutrition.
0: Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along. Which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you, it finds them. With its powerful technology, ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, over 80% of jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just one day. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack.
1: Used by businesses of all sizes, ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right
3: now you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score for your free
1: trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash score. Do this right now. Before you forget, head for the chopping block and pick up something delicious for dad for Father's Day. You'll thank me later. From mouthwater and ribs to USDA prime steaks, fresh salmon, jumbo Gulf shrimp, or certified Angus Chuck burgers, the chopping block is what your dad really wants on Father's Day. Need I say more? Bruce at the chopping block puts smiles on customers' faces, just like you will do for your dad. The chopping block, Highway 81 in Powdersville,
2: just south of 153.
3: Roy Philpott on WCCP. fourth quarter's coming up from Death Valley. Second half is underway. Ten
2: seconds, and it can't stop now. Nebraska's out of timeouts, and Clemson has indeed proved itself to be the number one team in all of college football.
1: Here's the end of the game. Are we finished?
3: Done. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar.
0: Final segment of the show. Don't forget Walt up to the road rage coming up in about 15 minutes. Back here at 1055 The Roar with Ben Milstead, Roy Philpott brought to you by our good friends at Harry's. Online at harry's.com, the time is now for you to get the best shave known to man. And we speak from experience for the last two years. Nobody's given me a better shave than our good friends at harry's.com. Right now, use the coupon code ROY at checkout. You know the drill. Save the five bucks and don't forget about dad. Father's Day is this Sunday. Dads are super hard to shop for. The challenge is to get him a great-looking gift that is both useful and also does not break your bank. Thankfully, this is where Harry's can step in and save the day. The limited edition Father's Day shave set includes the matte black razor handle, a chrome razor stand, the moisturizing foaming shave gel, plus three of Harry's handcrafted blade cartridges, and the travel cover comes with a sleek, giftable box with the option to add custom engraving and a personalized card for free. Go to Harry's.com. Use the code ROY. I'm going to save you five bucks even off the Father's Day shave set right now at Harry's.com. Order today. Supplies are limited. H A R R Y S.com. Enter the code ROY at checkout. Get the $5 off for fans of our little show at Harry's.com. Say goodbye to the irritating razor bumps. Say goodbye to the redness. Say goodbye to the aggravation that your old shave sets have given you. Harrys.com, the absolute, positively best in the business. Harrys.com code Roy save five dollars today.
1: Yes, there, there are days where I don't want to shave, but I still, I always shave my neckline and and sort of you know, a, a, on your cheeks and things a little bit. I, uh, those razors are so good. I was just thinking about this. I don't use shaving cream sometimes. Even doing that, like those blades are so sharp, you can dry shave with them. And it's not irritating. At least it's not for me. And I've, I have a very sensitive face. Very sensitive. Kind of matches your. Yeah. Oh, there I was you gonna, go. No, I'm
0: not going to no, say that. No, it right. no, no, no. That's low no, hanging fruit right uh, there. Yeah, it is. It I'm is. sorry. No. You're
1: better than that. I am better than that. It really doesn't Big match fan anything. of the Harrys Razors, I really are. They're
0: fantastic. Uh, updating you on what happened, Daniel Gossett's major league debut. As we kind of previewed there in that first inning. A lot of times, these guys have a rough go of it, that very first start, because there's just so much going on. I recognize it's just baseball, but the nerves, I think, probably factoring in a little bit. Gossett was picture perfect through the first inning. Gave up two in the second, two more in the third. A three spot in the fourth. So, uh, in position, based off my quick arithmetic here, to pick up the loss in his Major League debut, but did... Uh, I believe, retire the first uh, three batters, first uh, four batters. Actually, no, the first three before Ozuna homered, and then uh, the wheels kind of came off for that Major League debut. But he's in the bigs. He'll have another chance at some point in time. I don't know if they have plans to send him back down to the minors after just one spot start, but I would imagine you see him make a couple of more starts just to see what he can do later this year for the Oakland Athletics. And right now, Miami ten to 5 lead in the top of the seventh down at Marlins Park in beautiful Miami, Florida. I have never been to that ballpark. I would like to go to that ballpark. It seems rather unusual,
1: but uh, they'll know that I have any plans in the near future to be able to do it. It's enormous. Uh, I haven't been in there. In fact, last time I was in that area, it was right before it was scheduled to open, and that is a god-awful large building. Really? (laughs) Yes. You can see it from Literally miles away. I mean now Florida's, you know, flat as a pancake. So you can see a lot of things from along, but it it really, really stands out. Marlins Ballpark. Huge ballpark. Really? Huge. I yes. didn't know that. I not yeah, know that. Yeah. Very about. uh architecturally it's uh, a big word. Yeah, I don't know what follows that. Ar- <laughs> complex. Complex. Large building. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff there with Mark Dofer
0: on what it's gonna be like up at Aaron Hills in Wisconsin. First time the US Open will be played in the state of Wisconsin, I believe. And I I do watch the majors. Honestly, I'm more interested in the Masters because we haven't talked golf in so long, and it arrives in early April. You're ready for spring, and you're ready to do something different. And, and so I'm probably more in tune with the Masters because it's also so close. But I'll watch the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. And this weekend, if we got something cooking in, in the final round on Sunday up north, I, I want to see what's going on and. I'm plastic when it comes to golf. I want to see the names, the people I recognize on the leaderboard. Like if it's Spieth and McElroy, I'm you know, I, I'm more engaged than what I normally would be. And I hope that it is something like that this weekend.
1: One interesting thing I read about Aaron Hills is that it's one of the few golf courses that's never had a, a, a cart path on it ever. When they built it, zero cart path. Um, most of them, you know, will have some, they, they might be hidden, but none whatsoever. It's a walking only course always has been, and they say always will be. Um, so yeah, you don't see a lot of that on TV anyway, but I just found that interesting. A course that long. And it's a, it's always been a walking only course. You better take take a bottle of water with you when you. Mark
0: said something also in regards to the length that made me nervous just hearing it. And he basically said, there are some holes where you've got to be 285 off the tee with pinpoint accuracy. Otherwise, you're going to be, you're going to lose your ball, I guess. Mm-hmm. You're going to be in the deep rough. I mean, that that makes my palm sweaty just thinking about it because I, I'm hitting the ball 285 off the tee like one out of every 15 tee boxes. And that's when I hit it perfectly and everything goes according to plan, which never happens.
1: I I'm always sort of torn. I love the U.S. Open, but I don't like a course that's so challenging, as Mark said, that you're penalized for almost being unlucky, that a course where you could hit in the fairway, it rolls out of the fairway, and you lose a ball in the rough. And that's what they're – now these are – Aaron Hills apparently has huge, I mean, very wide fairways, but the rough, you know, they, they've had demonstrations where you can just drop a ball – just hold your arm out, drop a ball, and never find it. And you can't it's, find it. It's that bad. Oh wow. I I don't know if I'm a that a, a big fan of that. And you know, and I, and I do like a course to be where you can take some chances and be able to catch up uh, coming down the home stretch on a Sunday. I don't know that you're going to be able to do that there. I don't know how how many holes that you really can take chances on. Uh, but if you miss, you're going to be penalized severely. And that's kind of fun to watch. I like the
0: quirkiness at times of the U.S. Open as it goes around all these different courses. And one year to the next, it can be a little different. A little different. And I think we're going to see some of that up in Wisconsin this weekend at Aaron Hills. On the text line, 986-1566, where do you think Zamir White picks between Clemson and Georgia in two weeks? Four-star running back, five-star, I think, according at least to one recruiting service. I think he's going to Georgia. I think that's where he's been going. I think that's where he goes. Unfortunately, you'd love to see him at Clemson. But I think uh, Georgia's been the favorite, and even if uh, the Tigers have eroded some of that deficit, I still think he ends up down in Athens. Austin from Anderson, also on the text line, if only Oregon State wasn't on Florida State's side, Roy, I'd say they have a chance. No way to get by the Beavers. Kiss it goodbye. Yeah, I mean, Oregon State's lost four games this year in in 56 total contests. Or I think 58 now. What are they, 54-4? and four? I don't even know how to put that into perspective in baseball. That, that doesn't happen. I think they're the favorites, obviously. But I'll, uh-huh. I'll, I'm, I'm going with Florida State here. You know, normally, the number one national seat doesn't win it. I don't know why, but in the College World Series, it just tends to be that way more times than not. So <clears throat> Oregon State is the clear favorite. Florida State's red hot. Oregon State has been that hot all year, if you can believe that. That's hard to do.
1: Yeah, I, I'll be interested to see how Oregon State reacts when they're down in a game and or loses a game because they're just not used to that. And do they do they completely freak out and panic? Or you know, do, do they realize and, and maybe they don't realize that losing is part of baseball. I mean, nobody only loses four games in a season. Yet these jokers have done that. Now though that they get in a in a really pressure packed situation they go up against a hot team like Florida State, uh, or LSU, or somebody like that, and and were to actually lose a game, do can you bounce back from that? That that'll be you know that'll be interesting to see if they can. Last text of the day from Rob in a truck
0: on the Tim Tebow front. Do not know if Tebow has faced a lot of adversity in his life. He has faced a lot of criticism. I feel it is unjust criticism for his faith and attitude. And yes, he did have to overcome and get a different career after the NFL did not work out. I can see some adversity there, but he also had other options after the NFL due to his college success. And he chose to follow those. I do not see any adversity playing baseball because at any point he can go back and announce for college football. Baseball is a choice for him. Well, as many other successful options to me, overcoming adversity is when you really don't have any other options and you have to push through it. Some truth in that, uh, Rob. So I, I get where you're coming from. In the spotlight, it is a little different and I think that he is well aware of some of the things that have been written or said about him in his professional careers but uh, yeah, it would be pretty good place to be to still be Tim Tebow I would think.
1: I wonder if a lot of people uh, adults especially you hear the word adversity you think well, the guy made you know seven million dollars or whatever how could he ever face adversity because a lot of us attach adversity with financial issues you know that's that's what comes to mind he hasn't had that but then again neither of us had that had the kind of national even worldwide scrutiny over everything that you've ever done in your life either and that's that stuff can weigh on you man yeah i mean that's that's a big deal don't try to diminish that yeah i mean it's it's different but still i i would say i'd say yeah he has faced that and he's and he's overcome it Mitchell Construction here on the text line, stealing a
0: thought right out of my brain. I was wondering, what would their record at Oregon State be over the course of a 162-game regular season schedule in MLB? 151 and 11. Oh, wow. 151 and 11. That is impossible. That is absolutely impossible. All right, stay tuned. Coming up next, Walt Tula and Road Rage. We are back with you tomorrow. Dean Leggy's is going to join us on the show tomorrow. Publisher of dogpost.com. Looking forward to catching up with our man, Dean. Also looking forward to catching up more with you. So look forward to that show. Working on a couple of other interviews.